Hey ladies, fellas, and friends, you are listening to another episode of Three Dope Wives with LaKendra Adesui, Adelise Jones, and LaMisha Dixon. With over 30 years of collective experience, we are here to give you an inside look at what marriage is really all about. Honey, we are airing out all the dirty laundry, spilling all the tea, and telling all the business. Are you looking for something really real? Then honey, pull up a chair and grab your favorite cup of something hot as we dish on all things marriage. Well, friends, welcome to another episode of Three Dope Wives. I am your homegirl, LaKendra, in the house with my homegirl, LaMisha, and we are still missing one third of Three Dope Wives. Our homegirl, Adelise, is out of commission just for a little while longer, but hey, girl, we're sending you some love, and we'll see you in November, but anyway... <laughs> miss you girl yes we miss you girl lots of prayers lots of love etc etc we so mushy moving on <laughs> Isha, how you doing i am doing good i'm doing good this weather change this is this is my season i love it so i'm up i'm ready it's yeah. feeling good outside i got windows open in the house this morning yeah. i'm good I love that. I love that seasonal change when you can like open the windows, clean the house, get your pine saw, your Lysol, mm. you know, get your little glade uh, 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 vacuum sprinkles popping off and have your house <laughs> smelling just like, ooh, it's so nice up in here. Yeah, I, I love that. And a lot of people now got they uh got their harvest, got their Halloween stuff out there, got their um got their pumpkin spice candles lit. Um, and all of that good stuff. So it seems like uh, everybody's kind of into this season. Yes, I have my front door decorated. I don't have I have like uh, pumpkins and my theme is uh, navy blue and orange. Okay, I know it's so it's a it's a it's a different kind of combination, but it really works. It's pretty. Yeah. I'm excited. It reminds me of like some mascot or some like football team or some kind of oh, like you know what that's the broncos color now that i okay, think about I it like i don't know whose colors it is but i that's feel the, like there's a football yes. team colors like that yeah okay you sporty you sporty for the okay uh, for the season girl <laughs> I I don't sports i'm so bad i'm just like one of them the one team over here <laughs> how much i know i know nothing about sports i'm gonna try y'all I, i've said this before um, I am not that wife. I wish I were, though. I wish I grew up with like brothers that were really into sports that kind of got me into sports so that I could be mm -hmm. that sports wife. Unfortunately, that's not my testimony. <laughs> so I'm going to just flow in my own little space. Right. I am. Um, I'm super excited for our topic today. We are just we're picking up with a part two. We couldn't get through all the information that we have for um cancel culture in marriage so we got to come back with part two because what y'all got were a bunch of illegitimate reasons right last time we were talking about what is uh what are the illegitimate reasons for leaving your spouse and i know a bunch of y'all was like what the who the huh what i can't leave for that i can't leave for that mm. and um now i want to talk i want us to talk a little bit about two more areas we have some borderline issues mm -hmm. and um that that could go one way or another, depending on how you all work that out. And then we have like the legit, like you need to get out. This is definitely red flags. Time to flags. go. You know what I'm saying? That thing. Mm. So, um, so Misha, like, let's jump right in with the people. Can you kick us off with, you know, um, cause I think what it is, is and, and I just want to, if we can give them like a quick recap for anybody okay. who missed last time mm -hmm. and like, let's just dive right into this discussion. Okay, so just a quick recap of like some ill, what we said were the illegitimate reasons for canceling the marriage, right? Mm -hmm. um, we talked about a sexless marriage. We talked about lack of communication. That's your feelings and your emotions. Um, we talked about a big one, which is the one that kind of caught us um, on the fish line for a while was emotional abuse. Yeah. Yeah, that topic was kind of... It yeah. was a little touch and go because, it yeah, it's kind of sticky. A lot of people have a lot of different feelings about that. 
But again, that was under illegitimate reasons Mm -hmm. um, for divorce. Um, We also talked about um, not in love anymore. That when you lose those butterfly feelings, Mm -hmm. right? We talked about the lack of respect, financial struggles. uh, Oh, a big one, illness and disfigurement. Yeah. Yeah, that one's serious. And then we hit on the last one we hit on was infertility. Um, And we know that one hits... Um, a little bit different um, for women than it does for men. So we talked about all of those. So if you listen to that list of topics, you'll understand why we had to come with a part two, because those illegitimate reasons, they deserve some real conversation. Absolutely. I I agree. Especially, I know, I know somebody's going to be like, wait a second now, emotional abuse. Are you kidding me? Are y'all serious? Like, infertility are you kidding me are y'all serious but Mm. you gotta listen to it because the thing is this I mean um just to follow our logic anything that you can counsel through Mm -hmm. is is essentially illegitimate and then two I just want to add really fast before we jump into these borderlines to all of our ladies that are aspiring wives these are the things that are your deal deal breakers if you're thinking about going into a marriage okay because once you're in you're under the covenant you are connected there there's more at stake than if you are a girlfriend or even a fiance because you have a very unique position in where you can walk away at any point yes yes so I mean take advantage of that and don't marry for the wrong reason you know what I'm saying that 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 you know if the writing is on the wall take your cue and leave yeah I just want to put that out to our girls that are that are dating seriously that are hoping to be married one day Mm -hmm. they'll take your cues and be out even if you're in a shack up situation where like you are living with and in relationship with uh, a long time boyfriend or the the father of your children before you get married to that dude mm-hmm. if any of these signs any of those illegitimate reasons are popping up or you're seeing signs of those yep address them immediately yep and roll out roll <laughs> if necessary out. roll out save yourself yeah. <laughs> save yourself <laughs> put you first you know what I'm saying you have to I see in the dating game it's a bit different and I think where where married women can often get confused is whenever you decide that uh that your marriage relationship is synonymous to a dating relationship that's not the case no it is not the same Mm -mm. it's 100% different so we've got to just create space to make that 100% clear that like when you're in a dater, a, a dating ship relationship <laughs> and you're not in a marriage relationship, um, you've got to, you know, you got to be smart in picking them and, and pick them well. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to put that out there to our girls this dating just in case they were like, what? Uh-uh. Yeah, that was a good. Dis- that's a good disclaimer. Yeah. Definitely have to put that disclaimer out there. You know, so so we've got some things for our married women that are that are borderline reasons. These these reasons, Misha, are 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 what we call our what it may be in, maybe out. Um, mm-hmm. And it's really kind of up to you. Can you kick us off with like what these borderline reasons are? Yes. OK, so the first borderline reason um, that we're going to hit on is tragedy. Mm. So <clears throat> with tragedy. Um, That's where something, um, of course, tragic happens to one or both of the people in the relationship. Mm -hmm. And um, it is detrimental. It is heartbreaking. Recovery from this tragedy seems almost impossible. Mm-hmm. Um, it does damage to the the person emotionally or, you know, or both people emotionally, and they just don't see a way that they can heal or, or get out of the state that they're in. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one that we want to hit on is child loss. Yeah. Um, child loss is huge. I mean, if you have ever gone through it or have been um, in community with somebody who has lost a child, it is, it's devastating. It's devastating. And, um, for a marriage, um, sometimes a husband and a wife, um, need different things during that time, Mm -hmm. but both of them want to support their spouse. So it is, 
<clears throat> it's difficult to get what you need and then be in support of your spouse sometimes not even knowing what they need um, because this is something that is very, even though it's something, a loss that is shared yeah. is something that like, uh, like they say, it hit different for yeah. everybody that's involved. Yeah. Um, and so child loss is the first one that can really be something that can um, tear apart a marriage. I want to just engage this a little bit because I think, I, you know, if there is any, any listener out there that has experienced child loss, I would love to hear your story and love to hear how it impacted your relationship. Um, I personally experienced child loss. Let me show you, know, you were there mm -hmm. um, when last year, my husband and I, we, we lost our twin babies and um, it, it was, it is seriously to this day, it is the single most traumatic thing I've ex experienced ever mm -hmm. um and i'm in just various support groups with women who have had similar experiences and everybody's experience is so different um there are women who have had a child loss and it breaks it breaks their marriage um because you know there's blame there is um mm. you know one one partner blames the other partner for the mm -hmm. loss of the child um, be it, you know, you had one job and that's how I felt. Um, I lost my children due to cervical incompetence. And so they were delivered very prematurely. And then they subsequently passed away, um, mm -hmm. because they were not prepared to be outside of the womb. Yeah. And I think that that, you know, but I carry the guilt, right. Mm -hmm. But there are some women who are also carrying that guilt, but on top of carrying that guilt, they've got a spouse who is laying it on to them as well. Yes. So, you know, you feel like, damn it, I had one job to carry my kids to term. Like mm -hmm. I, that was my job and I failed. And because I failed, they passed away. And now I have to deal with all of this that goes with it. My body sucks. I suck. The world sucks. Mm -hmm. Everything's horrible. And then on top of your own feeling, You've got a spouse who is attacking. You get what I'm saying? Right. Out of their own hurt place, out of their own grief and anguish and anger. Um, and that that can break a marriage because people can. I mean, this, it's really hard to bounce back um, to try to find that togetherness. Now, I've been blessed and fortunate that my husband ain't crazy. Yes, you got a good one, girl. I do. <laughs> I got a good <laughs> husband. And I, I really can't complain because he. He was so supportive through his own grieving. He was mm -hmm. uh, there for me. He would, you know, he comforted me. He consoled me. We we uh, folded into each other instead of, you know, attacking one another and folding outward. Yes. So, grieving unselfishly. Yeah. I, I mean, I think it's kind of like you it's like siblings losing. And then I don't know that this is exactly the same, but I would imagine that like mm -hmm. if you were siblings and you both lost your parents. Yeah. Like yeah. we all lost our parents. These they're both ours, right? They're mm -hmm. they're ours together. We have a shared loss and we can attack one another and fall apart as a family or we can console one another and be there for one another and work through it together. Yeah. And so this one is one again that is really hard. It's borderline because again, you have <clears throat> like Lakendra's land, you have the the guilt you have blaming, you have, you know, not being somebody who's just not responsible or doesn't know how to be there for their spouse. Yeah. Um, sometimes people grieve selfishly um, and they don't know how to or have any desire to fulfill anyone else's need in a situation like that because they are focused on themselves and, yep. and how they feel. Um, sometimes if men don't know what to do. They don't know what to do. They don't know what to say. They don't know how to be there. They um, force, you know, let's move on to the next step. You yeah. know, what's next? Um, you know, then because they don't have maybe the same relationship that we develop in those nine months when the baby is in the womb with us, yeah. you know, then that is, those are all reasons. I mean, also, I mean, you can lose, you know, teenagers, toddlers, um, those kinds of things, yeah. all of any kind of child loss can tear through a marriage and do um, damage that might be considered, you know, irreconcilable. Yeah. And um, that is um, a borderline issue where, gosh, somebody might stop fighting for the marriage. 
Yeah. yeah. Or, or they, or, you know, I think it's also the PTSD that is associated with that loss as well. So you think about mm. the, 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 the trauma that happens and how you're triggered through that trauma, you know, it could be so many small things. I know just as we were going through our process and still going through our process, there are things that could trigger it. Could, you know, it could be like, God, you look just like you know, because mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. our, our kids looked exactly like us. It was like mm-hmm. we had little duplicate babies. Like my daughter looked exactly <laughs> like me. My son looked exactly like my husband. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but the thing is that, you know, it, you can be reminded. Um, and then, too, there are circumstances like not and my circumstance is different. Some people have lost their children, you know, like you said, Misha, at a teenage um, or, you know, later or, you know, whatever. And it could be any number of circumstances that lead to this loss. Uh, we've seen children left in cars and they have died of heat stroke. Yeah. Um, you know that. I mean, that's so hard, too. Right. Because right. I would I, I would imagine that the that the offending parent didn't mean it. Of course. And then the parent who is like, I want to say almost the victim Mm -hmm. because there's nothing that they could have done anyway because they weren't there can easily blame. Right. You know what I mean? Point that finger and say, how dare you? Yeah. How dare you? You know, you have to think about the different areas of brokenness that happen. You know, I trusted you. (laughs) Yeah. With my kids. And here you go. And being irresponsible irresponsible and you can and then you go okay how could I possibly have kids with this person again what kind of human being does this what kind of idiot does this I mean I just think of how you can process in anger Mm -hmm. and 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 all of that and how all of that can come crashing down on that other person um and sometimes honestly no amount of therapy can undo the trauma that happened. Yes. Yeah. You said PTSD and a lot of things that are on our borderline reasons list. um, The effect is going to be post-traumatic, right? Yeah. So these tragedies and some of the other ones that are on our borderline list all have remnants. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That just sometimes you just cannot get over. They um, will cause you to go, your marriage to go into a state where you um, hurt each other. Yeah. Right. And um, so I want to move on to the next one. Yeah. Um, The next one on the list under tragedy um, is rape. Mm. And then the next one after that is major life altering events. Yeah. So um, when we talk about rape, we talk about, um, you know, of course, uh, the woman or the man being assaulted um, by somebody outside of the marriage. Now, there there is rape inside of a marriage. um, But we are talking in... um, I guess we could be talking in both instances, right? Yeah. Um, but definitely um, the PTSD um, that is associated with being assaulted yeah. um, sexually can definitely tear a hole in a marriage that, you know, you might feel like can't be healed. Um, there is the woman who, of course, um, has to deal with what has happened to her physically, mm. emotionally, and spiritually spiritually when something like this happens. Um, and then you, I mean, and I say the woman, but let's just say the victim of the assault. And then you have, um, the other person in the marriage, the spouse Mm -hmm. that has to, um, take the time and care for this person, um, who might have feelings of, you know, what do I do? Um, how do I fix this? I can't protect this person from it. I can't heal this person from it. Um, This person doesn't want me to touch them, doesn't want to be physically, you know, involved yet or when, when they want to be physically involved with me. Um, And really you are the, 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 not the victim, but the person who the other spouse is left at a place of, they can be lost, right? Yeah. What do, what do I do? How do I help? Yeah. Uh, what there's, this is something that happens to a person that is a personal, um, experience, a, you know, of, 
I don't, I don't know. This is, I have never been in this situation. Well, yeah. But, and I can only imagine the, the terror that this person feels, uh, never feeling safe, never, you know, always work, maybe don't even want to go outside, you know, like, well, yeah. And you hear the stories too of, yeah. of, of women who, um, and I just, you know, we hear more about women, even though I'm sure it also happens to men. So I just want to put that most definitely. Out. But, you know, a, a woman goes for a jog in the evening and she's attacked and raped and then she comes home you know what I mean there's a there's a defenselessness that happens on both sides right because then you 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 know you have the opportunity of this husband who feels like I wasn't there to protect my wife um and so then he's got guilt associated with the offense as well like I'm so sorry um she too you get what I'm saying because this is the thing with trauma trauma is not always rational and that's the thing that we have to remember. Uh, I'm a pretty logical person. Like I'm logical sometimes to my own detriment. Like I'm always, I'm processing my feelings instead of just having feelings. <laughs> so, yeah. so I'm like, thinking okay, about this, your feelings. I'm thinking about, I'm like, why am I feeling this way? What is this feeling doing? Where is it coming from? All of that. <sighs> Not most people don't do that. So um, I, I acknowledge the fact that I'm odd in that way, but people but I find that to be helpful and effective for healing so if I'm dealing with something then I process through what I'm feeling so that I can come out better on the other side whereas some people just experience the feelings and they're trying to process that experience and they don't know what to do you know with those emotions with those feelings um and then there are triggers time does not heal all wounds people that is the biggest lie from the pit of hell Yes. Ever been said. Time does not heal all wounds. You're not going to be just magically healed because like, oh, it happened and now it's over and then it's mm-hmm. here. And so now you should be over it. It's not how it works. Um, you know, I, I, I experienced I got so many testimonies, y'all. My life has been a mess, but <laughs> glory to God. Um, I'll say, I, I, you know, I, I've been date raped um, and I got raped once by a neighbor and it's just so there are triggers. There are things that happen that trigger you um, when you're in certain situations. Mm -hmm. Um, And that can be hard, especially when uh, this happened either before that person, you know, came into your life. Mm -hmm. And now you're trying to have this, you know, romantic experience, encounter, moment, what have you. Mm -hmm. And you find yourself locking up and can't quite you know what I mean? Fulfill. Be open. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That Yeah, be open. You can't be open because you're locked up, right? So I think mm-hmm. it's important to consider that, you know, sometimes, you know, if this happens in marriage, it definitely is very hard um, yeah. because it's hard on its own. Yeah. Um, it's hard it's to hard. be single and, and, yeah. and deal with it, let alone to be in a committed relationship. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So um, next uh, we had major life altering event. Now this yeah. could be, um, uh, this could be anything, something as simple as like, you know, the house burning down, um, you know, a, a major, a, a job loss or, um, gosh, any major, you know, event, um, that could tie all of this together. Yeah. Um, tragedies. I mean, there's loss of, loss of parents, yep. um, loss of, any kind of loss, <laughs> you know, yeah. um, there's all kinds of things that could happen um, that we could uh, categorize in a major life altering event yeah. um, that could, you know, tear holes in your marriage where both parties or one person might feel like I can't do this anymore. So I want to add though in there. So we do have an illegitimate reason that is kind of a borderline as well. Oh, so- which one? So when we talk about dismemberment, disfigurement, that is a major Mm, life altering mm -hmm. event. When you think about the person who has experienced it. Um, So it could, if I lost like a limb and I was not recovering well Mm -hmm. and I was not adjusting well Mm. and that became a major issue for me and, and, and it caused me to push my husband away. Mm-hmm. and push my family away and you know th- I would I would expect that it's only going to be so long that somebody's going to be able to hang in there with you while you're dealing with the post-traumatic stress associated mm. with that <laughs> I, gotta, I, gotta, I, I would say anything anything that falls in the PTSD category 
could essentially be borderline. Right. But you know what? If that is the case, then you have to think that almost everything could cause PTSD. It depends on the person. It depends on their, it depends on their healing. See, um, a lot of times we have to learn that, you know, like a loss or something that is tragic. Um, if you don't heal from it, yeah. a lot of people say, well, I want to, they say, I want to heal from it. I want to be free of it. I want to be completely delivered from it. Yeah. You know, those kinds of things, yeah. you know, those are the things that we say, but then PTSD sets in and we develop all of these triggers that take us back to that moment. Now, even though PTSD is a hundred percent real, yeah. if you don't do the work yeah. in saying, okay, I know what my triggers are yeah. and have a, a spouse that is responsible for your love and your care and yeah. say, I know what your triggers are. And you both are careful around those landmines. Yeah. You know, yeah. if yeah. you, that is what healing is going to be. That is what is going to um, give you access to really be able to not um, let these reasons tear your marriage apart, but learn to live with and adjust with the new person that has become because of some of these reasons. Right. So if there is um, like what we're talking about, the, the tragedies, the child loss, the rape, um, you know, even with the illegitimate reason, the illness and disfigurement, like, okay, so because of this, this is who we are now. That doesn't change the fact that I am in a covenant committed relationship with you. Yeah. You are just, there's just some things that have happened that have altered how, how we see the world and yeah. how we respond to the world. And maybe it will cause us to respond to each other, you know, in a different way, not in yeah. a, a bad way, you know, but in a more caring and loving way. That's what what it should look like you know that's what it that's what it should look like no that that's really good that you said that because that 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 uh that does help to shape the perspective a bit more i think um when we think about what's illegitimate and what's borderline right Mm -hmm. because it's all about the healing it's all about that process so i think that was a really good point that you made just to say okay you know what it it really is there's so many things that could be ptsd and i think I think because I have a high tolerance for like pain, (laughs) Mm -hmm. I have a high tolerance for emotional stress um, and things like that. And I process them differently that I'm not always like 100 percent empathetic with people that don't process similarly. You get what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? Yeah. So I mean, I'm 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 apt to be okay, Right. I'm I'm hardwired to be okay. Um, there are some people that are just not wired that way. Right. And it could be just because of the way I was raised. It's just, you know, the stock that I came from. Mm. And so I I'm wired to be okay, even in the midst of extreme circumstances and situations. So I think that's a good point because there, there are several things that maybe in my mind, I wouldn't even consider to be PTSD. I'd be like, what's wrong with y'all? Y'all crazy. Like, why are you, why are you, why is this? Why are you still, why are you still harping on that? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I feel like if it ain't, if it ain't a major life event in my mind, Mm -hmm. like what, 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 I mean, you, you yeah, that's what you got to think about. Like if you don't share your triggers and have a, uh, a partner that is responsible with your love and your feelings and yeah. emotions, yeah. then yeah, you're going, you'll be in a situation where you have somebody who is sensitive to their triggers mm. and is like, anytime I see the color red or anytime I yeah, hear this siren or anytime the season changes, yeah. you know, then they, it could send them down, you know, a dark path. Okay. And if you don't have somebody who is set up and ready, you know, and say, okay, I know what your triggers are. I understand why you have them. Yeah. And, tr- and also trust me, Mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. I am going to walk you through and be with you and support you through this moment of uncertainty or these feelings until we get to the other side, yeah. then it is always going to be um, a borderline issue or borderline reason you have. That's why it's a, yeah. it's a marriage. It's a covenant. It's a commitment. It's a partnership a contract. <laughs> it's a contract. It is yeah. all of those things because yeah. um, once you, like you said earlier, once you married, ain't no, ain't no 
uh, getting out of it. <laughs> no, once you, I had a pastor and I love to repeat this. He said, once you do, you did. <laughs> and it's done. And it's done. There it is. Once you said, I do, you did. And it's done. There it is. So let's talk about gambling because that's on our borderline list as well. Mm. Um, gambling has been a destroyer of marriages for, I mean, Yes. For, for, for many, 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 many years. Um, this one, I, I, OK, I laugh at it because there's there there are situations that could be quite comical, even though I'm going to just acknowledge in the moment that mess don't be funny. But I will say <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it don't be funny. But like hindsight, you can laugh at it and be like, "Ooh, that was crazy. But I would imagine that like if you're because my husband and I, we're always like finding these like crazy off the cuff movies that like didn't mm -hmm. make it to the theater but they're just interesting and like stupid entertainment for us um we watched one where there was a woman who entertained who uh who gambled away like her kids 529 plan what? like uh, she <laughs> how no, she, was gam she was gambling and it was crazy because it was like it was very important stuff like she gambling away 401ks like you playing See, you gambling away like our, our future, future right? our kids future yes. right so you gambling away like really important things and it's like her husband would find out but it'd be like way too late it'd be like money long, gone you know money is gone and the loan shark's about ready to kill y'all see See, and 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 yeah, I might be on the road. I might want to be in this cancel culture <laughs> with your boy or with her if <laughs> if that was the situation. If I check the accounts Come and, and the balance zero. is zero. Negative. <laughs> you in the red. Yeah. And we've been saving for these kids 13 years. Nope, you in the red. <laughs> All that now money I, gone. I know I got a deposit. <laughs> no, no college fund. It's gone. Gone. Oh, kids. that's Terrible. Kids at community college. <laughs> kids that can't afford community college. Kids can't even working, afford com kids they working, working at McDonald's and uh and Culver's and uh <sighs> whatever and Kroger trying to yes. trying to trying to uh trying to help pay for school. Oh. Lord have mercy. Now yeah, that might make you want to take somebody out. It may. I think the thing is this: it's trying to reestablish. At, you know, because gambling can be so detrimental. Like, yes. you know, if you've got a spouse who has gambled to the point where they cannot function at work because they are taking off to go down to the local, uh, I wanted to say Potawatomi, that tells you where I'm from, but the local, <laughs> the local um, uh, gambling spot and they down there at the craps table or yes i'm in louisiana you can go to the gas or, station <laughs> you know whatever they over there buying 50 1100 scratch offs talking about we gonna hit big yes um, whatever, scratch offs you know what i mean whatever the case may be they're spending all this money and they're not focused so um i seen another movie now this, i'm so glad it's in movies that i don't actually know people who've done these crazy things <laughs> but like i saw another movie where um the guy had lost his job he mm -hmm. was gambling so bad, lost his job and was hiding from his wife. So he would go, he would get up and get dressed every day. Like he was going to work, girl. And he'd go to a hotel, mm -hmm. and like hang out at this hotel all day um, and then like gamble during the day and then come <sighs> back home at the end of the day as if he'd had a full day of work. His wife did not know that uh -uh. he did not have a job for months. So where, where does she think his... uh? bi-weekly deposit was like i need to know <laughs> i don't know i don't know i don't know how she didn't know See, i think it was like they had they had like some money so what happened is he had come into some money because a parent had passed away oh. and instead and he never told his wife about it right so he's got this other money that he's blowing through she you doesn't know, know it and then, you know, he's lost his job, but he's still got this money. And because he was responsible for the bills and everything, she wasn't, you know. Yeah, everything was about paid. it, right? You know what I'm saying? Everything is okay. Until, like, <laughs> them pink notices started coming in the mail. And then she was like, wait, excuse me, wait, hold on. What? what wait, what? 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 Wait, <laughs> like, honey, See, the refrigerator isn't working. What is going on? There's no electricity in the house. What is oh. happening? And then that's, like, when 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 it got real see gambling on kind of my level because i ain't got that kind of mama left you <laughs> the money. it would be the kind of gambling where you know you come home and you're like wait a minute i thought 
we had a TV in a bedroom. <laughs> Didn't we have a? I thought we. Babe, did we move a t- did right. you move the TV out the bedroom? Because I thought right. we had a TV and, and all of a sudden just things in the house start disappearing. Start yeah. Right, 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 right. We're talking about to make some money. Like, I think I bet you I could get about a hundred dollars for this ninja. You I know what? You... I was gonna make a smoothie this morning and right. I can't find the I ninja. Find Have you? Did you put it in the in the garage? Oh, I can't find the ninja. Uh, oh, it's gone, ninja gone. <laughs> Ninja disappeared in the night. Right. So that's the kind of gambling that happens on most levels, right? Where mm-hmm. things just start missing. People just start missing for a couple of extra hours here and there. Yeah. Um, a, a bill is missed or somebody, wait a minute, you didn't put something on the phone bill instead Come of just on. paying the whole phone. <laughs> I can't even, all I can dial is 911 because that's the only number they'll let go through. <laughs> I'm calling 911 and asking them that can they make a three-way call for me? Can you, <laughs> I don't have. Can you call I, my husband? I, I'm calling. You, I, yeah. 911. What's the emergency? Yeah. Can I, you um. Can you please uh, patch me through to uh, this number here? <laughs> like this is not the operator. Quit playing. We patch me pick through. you up and arrest you. <laughs> so I feel that. So so gambling is definitely one that that we have on the list that is a borderline because there are families that do not recover from this level of um you know irresponsibility you get what i'm saying <laughs> an addiction it's really an addiction right it and, is yes and there are several type of addictions that people kind of can fall into that can be you know really really hard on a marriage we're, we're focusing on gambling right now but there is you know as we know that there's porn addiction sex addiction addiction um there is you know, substance abuse. Yeah. There is all kinds of addictions that can happen um, to somebody in a marriage that could just lead them down a rabbit hole and cause mistrust. Yep. Right. That can cause um, loss. Yes. <laughs> you know, and if they don't pay the loan shark can cause disfigurement. <laughs> oh, come on. Come on. All of that. All of that. Right. And we laughing, but it's not a joking matter because there are people who really have, you know, experienced a lot of loss and, and, can't trust their spouse and now the person who's not really good at finances has to take over the finances because Uh there's no trust there you have to go to somebody else and let them in your business because you need to borrow money from a parent or a friend yeah make ends meet you know stuff like that so there's a lot of things that happen when it comes to addiction that can really you know make somebody say you know what not only am I I got to get out of this marriage. I'm done with you. I don't trust you. You know, we need to separate because I got, we got to figure out how to, you know, pay these, this mortgage. We finna lose the house. Our credit is bad. Like so many things that can tear up just trust um, in a marriage when it comes to addiction. You have to let us know listeners, if there is anything that you're dealing with on the borderline, I really want to know, um, are you dealing with uh, a spouse that's suffering from some sort of addiction, whether it be a controlled substance, or I would rather say uncontrolled substance, uncontrolled. Uh, or substance abuse, uh, whether it's or, or sex or, you know, porn, porn is always a big one in marriages that can really uh, throw you off kilter. So let us know. Um, Misha, I want to take us a pause for a minute and shift gears a little bit. We're going to get to these legitimate reasons in just a moment, but we have an interesting marriage question. Oh, okay. Okay. That's the marriage question for today. Yes. Yes. How do you feel when other women find your husband attractive? Hmm. Okay. Now, uh, other women, like, are we talking about, um, <laughs> Are we talking about yeah. <laughs> complete strangers as, you know, walking by in the grocery store? All of them. We're talking All about the ones that know him, the ones that just met him, um, period. See, okay. So, I mean, <clears throat> I understand because my husband is attractive, right? Okay. But I feel like, okay, you can find my hus- husband attractive as long as you ain't trying to find him. Okay? <laughs> like... <laughs> You ain't trying to be like, hello, can I speak to Mr. Dixon, please? Right. Um, can I get your email address, your yeah. Instagram? Like, uh, now how you spell it out at what? <laughs> Let me add you on it. No. Um, yes, oh, you can find, yes, I, you can find him attractive as long as you ain't trying to find him. Then okay. I, I'm cool. I'm cool with that. I'm okay. cool with that. Yeah. You, look one time, <laughs> sis. 
I see you looking. He cute, huh? And we cute together. Now <laughs> move along. Keep it moving. Move along. I think that. I, I think, yes, I, I think that's fair. And I, I think it's all about the circumstance, the situation, and the person. Mm. Um, there's so many aspects of that, right? Like, where are we? Who are we with? Who is this mm. person to us? And like, how is this coming about? Mm. So is this just some random woman going, mm, okay, okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I would maybe entertain that just because I would find it fun. Mm. But that's just me being me. Um, I might even engage the conversation. Great, cute, ain't he? Hey, you know, I, mean, I, I, might, just, I might just get <laughs> in on the conversation. Um, but I, th- I think that there's that versus like um, friends that are a little bit too friendly Mm, somebody in your circle somebody oh we got a problem Houston (laughs) (laughs) um I think that's that's you know problematic I think sometimes when you know there there are Mm. red flags that you can watch ladies right as far as you know you compliment a little too frequently and a little maybe inappropriately you know mm, mm-hmm. um you laughing a little too hard at that joke sis. I mean, like, it wasn't you, that you, funny you gotta touch his shoulder and kiki like that ain't working <laughs> for me it ain't. the touch and kiki <laughs> don't touch and kiki <laughs> it, see, see that but see you know that would be a big red flag for me because my husband don't let people touch him like oh at all like misha you know i mean yes he's yeah. My husband, like to hug another woman, my husband's like pity pat to the shoulder, yes, to the side. It's like very he's not weird. even, he's not, <laughs> it's very he's weird. not, and my sisters, I remember when we were dating, my sister was like, girl, you ain't got nothing to worry about. He ain't letting like nobody he, get up close to him. He like a two finger hug, like <laughs> two finger tap on the shoulder. All right. Good. Thea, thanks. Pat, two finger. Take care now. <laughs> he don't play them games. <laughs> He just like he's serious too. Like he's like, I, uh, uh, I ain't, ain't nobody gonna say if you see me. <laughs> no way. Nope. Yes. And especially if you marry, he ain't trying to have no problems with nobody's husband. Okay. <sighs> no. Yes. Okay. What about social media though? What if somebody just keep, keep you know, hopping mm-hmm. in, emailing or, or liking his comments, DMing and commenting. Ah. <sighs> Listen, I had I had one of my husband's old classmates. Um, and and if she listening, she know who she is. You know what? Let me not you know be. who you are. <laughs> Don't much. let me see her, Misha, because you know how we got each other's back. Listen, <laughs> listen, somebody better not be doing too much. It better not be no Don't. kiki and tap on, on Mr. Dio because it's gonna listen, be a problem. It's gonna be a whole situation. <laughs> But she like, she was like, um, I had posted, it was his birthday. And so of course I'm posting him and yeah. you know, my husband love him. Happy birthday, blah, 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 blah. Okay. And she was like, oh, he's so handsome. I remember, blue, blue, first off, no remember. <laughs> you messed up right there. First of all. Yeah. And then she just, she just kept, she just kept on posting. And I was like, I understand you reminiscing. Mm. And I understand mm. that, you know, at one point you thought it might be your future. But no, guess ma'am. what, sis? It's not. It's, it's not. not. The day is let over. It go. <laughs> let, let, let it go. Better let it go. Look like yes. another love TKO. <laughs> <laughs> let it go, yeah, sis. So it is not that it ain't your testimony. It's not. It's not, and it never will be. No. It never will be. It's that that day is over. Mm-mm. She she was calling like hello. <laughs> she a deal. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> and I'm right in there. Uh, it's me too. All right. Because <laughs> listen, like I said, if you find him attractive, that's cool. Yes. Just don't try to find him. <laughs> so get this. There's this. Uh, there's this artist that I that I've been digging for like the last two years. Uh, Toby Wigway. Yeah. And his wife gives me so much life. Like, I love like he that. posted, he posted on his Instagram, some woman who slid into his DM. Now they were kind and they like botted out her face and name. Mm-hmm. And she just tried to slide in like, hi, how you been? <laughs> yada, yada. And it seemed like she maybe had known him. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And his wife responded like, hi, I'm fat. How you doing? How can I help you? Right. 
Wait and a she minute. She was like, wait, wait. Oops, I'm sorry. I think I may have. I'm, I think I may have the wrong one. She said, no, nah, but you got the right one. <laughs> didn't she put? Didn't she see like post a picture of herself in the yes, in the deal? It, it was her picture. Of her hey boo, how you doing? <laughs> no, no, no. You got the right one. You got, got the, the right, right one. one. See, that's all that H Town <laughs> energy. I love. <laughs> Love, love, love it. And you know what else? Toby has a song that says, Try Jesus. Come on now. Please don't, don't try me. Because I fight. I fight. <laughs> yes. I'm just saying. And that's my energy when it comes to my man. I think that a lot of, I think that most married women feel that way. Here's what I will say, because I believe this 100%. Like, when you are a married woman, mm-hmm. You have a legitimate claim to say that is my man. My, yes. my, is in my possession, as in yes. my stuff. Yes. Right? Don't, don't as in belonging stuff. to me. Yes. Like, that's mine, boo. Like, don't play. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm with you. We on the same page. At all. Like, <laughs> I'm, I get mad whenever, you know, especially when, we, when we're in this, like, side chick culture. Yes, and it, there's it's a, a culture, isn't it? It's a culture. There's like women who exclusively only want to date married men. You better try Jesus. Please don't try me. Yes. Because <laughs> I lay hands. Y'all <laughs> I throw hands. <laughs> I'm just saying, y'all. It, it's 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 real. I, I feel you know what I'm saying? Cause because there's all these excuses out there, right? There's all mm. these excuses that people give when they say, you know, well, it takes two to tango and it takes that. Listen, if you know that a man is married yes. or a woman is married out the gate, you are wrong for trying yeah. to pursue it. Period. Okay. What period. about, what about, oh, I'm married, but you know, we separated, we going through a divorce and this thing take time. It ain't, but there's no, but there's no, there's but. No- you still marry until it until it until that agreement is signed, sealed, and delivered. Mm. That's the stuff that I don't understand. You can't date someone who is separated <laughs> or going <laughs> through a divorce because they could reconcile. They could re- at any point. At any point, and then you sit there like, but I thought he was getting a divorce. I know that's what you had thought, and now you had found yourself in a jacked up situation with your heart broke. Mm. Y'all don't do it. Just, and a black eye because the wife, wife, she told the you legit to try wife, Jesus. she told yeah. you to try Jesus. And you tried her. And that was the end of that. And she threw hands. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I, I just listen. I have zero sympathy, zero sympathy for side chicks. I'm so sorry. None. Side chick, you have a desire to be a side chick or you have a been a side chick and a wife come at you. All I got is shaking my head at you. Mm. Yes. And please know that if he is married and separated or going through a divorce. Come on. You are still a side chick. You still a side chick. Period. Stop playing. You still a side chick. You a side chick. Leave it alone. Listen, listen. My advisement is do this. If there's a man (laughs) who is trying to uh, pursue you and you learn Mm. that this man is either separated or going through a divorce, tell him to call you when it's finalized yes and bring me the paperwork it's got to be a done deal because you don't want to be that waiting in the wings chick come on now let's let's, do that you better than that sis yeah you deserve better you deserve you deserve your own man so you could tell somebody else to try jesus yeah behind yours (laughs) (laughs) that's all i'm saying that's all i'm saying listen don't get mad at these wives out here for hurting you you did it to yourself that's all i got to say um (sighs) That's, oh. that's a perfect segue. <laughs> it's some legit, right? <laughs> yes. Let's talk about like, let's, let's shift, let's shift, let's shift and talk about some legitimate reasons why uh, it would be okay to end the marriage, to dissolve the marriage, to move on, to walk away. Mm. Okay. Number one, mm-hmm. if the person is unable to forgive an infidelity Mm. if a person because that's here's the thing Mm -hmm. somebody there is an infidelity somebody cheats right yeah and you decide to stay yeah but you can't forgive or move past Mm -hmm. the infidelity your ptsd about the infidelity Mm -hmm. shall we say the ptsd 
mm-hmm. about the infidelity mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. makes you um, unhappy. You can't move past it. Every time somebody look at your spouse, you thinking about him cheating yeah. every time, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. you just cannot get past the fact that there was an infidelity. Yeah. So you close your eyes at night when you wake up in the morning, <sighs> not forgive or get or get past it. This is a legitimate reason. Legit. Legit. To roll out. Hey, but the, just to be clear, infidelity on its own is a legit reason. Yeah. Le- infidelity on its own is a legit reason. Um, I don't know how I would handle infidelity and, and mm. I can't say I would stay. I can't say I would leave because I just have never experienced it. And I just don't know, but I have had dreams that my husband was unfaithful and woke up and almost attacked him. I'm See? just, <laughs> I'm just saying like, I woke out pissed. I woke him up. I said, excuse me. Are you thinking about cheating on me? Mm. I'm just, are you? Is somebody, you know what I'm saying? Somebody uh, blinking, uh, batting eyes at you or something? Right. Did somebody And he's like, what, what cuckoo's nest did you just fly <laughs> out of right now? That's just a dream. So I, I just, you know, I don't know that it's, to me, it would just be so hard to get over. Some yeah. women are just so much more emotionally fortified in the sense that that's not something they would worry about. Mm-hmm. Other women have issues with reestablishing that trust level, right? Yeah. Especially depending on the situation, right? Like the details of the situation. What kind of woman was she? Uh, Do I know? You get what I'm saying? Do I know this woman? Do I know her? And do I know what she looks like? Because when you know what that woman looks like, every woman that looks similar to her, you like, "Mm, they go, your type. That's that's you, right? That's what you like, huh? mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You You like like the big booty ones, don't you? Yeah, Mm. you like the ones with the hair like... Yeah, she got to have a blonde hair. She got mm. to have a red hair. That's there you. There she go. There she All go. Day. There go your girl. Yes. But some women don't put that much. Um, they can get past it. They're more about the partnership. They're yeah. more about the, the family life, the yeah. kids, and less about, you know, if especially if it was like, a you know, the physical infidelity. It was more about a sexual relationship that a spouse mm-hmm. was having with somebody else, a man or a woman, mm-hmm. you know, they're just like, okay, you know what? Fine. I can get past that. You know, we just have to continue on with this, you know, our life, our stability, yeah. our future, you know, the things that we have planned, you know, that kind of stuff. So yeah. some women can do that. You know, okay. they, they seek counseling and, and have community yeah. and do all of those things and yeah. really pour and fight for the marriage and then you know are able to forgive and move past an infidelity yeah but and and so but either way right i mean right I think that's it's, a, le- it's a legit reason though it is it's 100 like percent legit the moment you see the text message Whew. you can be like i'm out i'm done you know what you said you weren't talking to her no more who what was that show married to no 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 uh what's the show the reality show the uh, uh real huntsville oh, Oh, uh, oh, there's a yeah, that's right. There's a Huntsville. There's a there's somebody. Not, it's not a real housewives. No, it's love and marriage Huntsville. Love and marriage. Huntsville. Love and marriage Huntsville. Mm. There was this couple, uh, the Holtz, Martell mm-hmm. and uh, dang, what's his wife's name? I, I want to call her Megan. Watch. She's not Megan. Her name starts with the M. Okay. Uh, it'll come to me when I'm not trying to find it, but. Right. Uh, you know how that goes, but they're Holtz, right? Mm-hmm. Melody, Melody, that's her name. Okay. So you got Melody and Martel Hope, <clears throat> and he cheated on her. And mm-hmm. she was going to leave him, but then she decided to forgive him. Um, and I imagine, you know, it's they got four, they four kids deep. They have businesses together. They've built mm-hmm. a home and a life together. You know, there's a lot going on that it's like, okay, do I dissolve this whole life? All of these things. You know what I mean? And separate from this man completely? Or do I try to figure it out? Now, she did show up on uh, the the mistress's doorstep one night, ready to throw hands. And I was like, see, that's what you get. Married woman, someone a married man. But I'm just saying, I just have no love for him. But (laughs) I will say if you can't get over it, it's a legit, I mean, out the gate, if you decided, you know what, you cheated on me, bye. That's your, that's your prerogative. And and that is a hundred percent legit. The next one I would say is physical abuse. Mm -hmm. Um, now I know folks are like, wait, but you said emotional abuse. 
is illegitimate, but physical abuse, physical abuse, listen, somebody whooping upside your head, your life, your life, mm. <laughs> your, your physical <laughs> being is at stake. Yes. You get what I'm saying? You are, yes. uh, you, you cannot afford to be in a situation where somebody is whooping upside your head. Now, there are people who've chosen to try to work through physical abuse. There are people who've gone to counseling. They've um, sought mentorship. They've done all these things. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say, even if you decide to work it out, I don't know that I would, but if you decide that you want to work it out, I would Mm -hmm. recommend immediate separation. Yes, just for the safety mm-hmm. of the person who is being abused. The first thing the person who's being abused has to do is to get away from the abuser, get right? Out of there. Mm-hmm. Get away from the abuser. And once you are away from the abuser and both people have had the opportunity to seek individual counseling, mm-hmm. do that first before you seek couples counseling, right? If yeah. you decide to stay. You know, and, pl- and and I'm hoping that this is a decision that is made the first time a hand is laid, not after somebody has been in the hospital or it's Come happened on. four or five times. I mean, it is October. It is Domestic Violence My, uh, Awareness, Awareness Month. Month. Yes, so, so first thing is get away. Get right? away. Get, get your physical being, which you are trying to protect, away from the person who is abusive. Yes. Seek counseling for yourself, one, because there is no way that you could restore or rebuild anything until you understand your own worth and value and that you honestly know that it had nothing to do with what you did. It is not your fault. Right. There is no reason for anyone to put their hands on you. Right. And that you are making a 100% rash, thought out, prayed on decision to continue to pursue the relationship with the abuser. And I want to just add, like, even if it's a result of mental illness or addiction, or there is something else, like some substance abuse causing this person, some, you know, uh, 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 war veteran uh, flashback, what have you, Mm -hmm. that is causing this individual to do you bodily harm, you need to still get out of there. Um, yeah. you can work through mental illness if you so desire, but you've got to listen, you can't work through nothing. If you are six feet under flat out, not, there's not one thing to work out. There's nothing to work <laughs> out. Okay. It done been worked and you are out yeah, and you are out <laughs> and you are out. I, and I say that that way, but I, I mean it with all my heart. Like, don't do it to yourself, sis, get, get out of there, get some help, get gone. Um, And oftentimes, if you're in an abusive relationship, many times that behavior does not go away. Mm -hmm. Many times that behavior does not go away. Part of that is this indicative to who that that human being is. You know, they are violent and they are physically violent. Um, Now, there are some times when people, you know, overcome it, they change or they get with a new partner and things Mm -hmm. shift for them. And that that, you know, kudos, hats off, cheers to them. Mm. But don't let you be in the be the one, you know, that ends up in a bad way. And I would just say too, rape is also physical abuse. If you are in a marriage and your husband is raping you or vice versa, even though I don't know how that will work either way. um, I'm sure I'm sure it happens. I'm sure it does. I'm (laughs) I'm sure sure somebody figured it out. But if 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 you are being raped, that is physical abuse. You need to get out. Yes, because again, somebody needs some counseling because that is about power and imposition. That is not about love. No, (laughs) that is not about an unmet desire or a need that you cannot fulfill. That is that's a that's a mental issue. Somebody needs to talk. Yeah, somebody needs some help. So the last one I would say is the uh, is the person is unwilling to fight. You guys, listen, we've went through all of these, you know, illegitimate the the borderline the legitimate but at the end of the day if 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 you can only do your part right Mm -hmm. um you can only do your own part it takes two to tango in a marriage you cannot tango by yourself and if you have a spouse who refuses to do the work with you you are essentially alone and you cannot be married alone it doesn't work like that you know they don't want to go to counseling they don't want to get they don't want to uh, get any community support. They don't want, you know, to talk to any marriage uh, 
uh, mentor, you know, they're, they're, they're staying away from you. They don't want to talk to you. They're irritated. They're whatever you need to, um, recognize when the writing is on the wall. Um, and I know someone this happened to is a former pastor of mine poured everything he had into his marriage, everything he had, um, wife cheated on him. He still was like, no, I'm going to stick it out. We're going to make it through. And she would give him nothing back. Nothing, Hmm. no energy, nothing. She was basically like, listen, I don't want you. Mm. And she was doing it. And that's the thing. When somebody is not fighting, they're doing things to hurt you. Legitimate, borderline and illegitimate. They're doing all of these things to hurt you. And that is that is a a real reason to say, okay, we I'm throwing in the towel because I have done everything. I have gotten counseling. I have you know, um, prayed about it. I have put us into community. Um, yeah. I'm giving 110% where you given 0% mm-hmm. and you keep doing things that dishonor the marriage, dishonor yeah. me. I mean, what else can, a, what else can a spouse do? What else yeah. can you do? You know, like you said, you keep cheating on me. You, you, Everything that we've mentioned, you're gambling, you're cheating, you're emotionally abusing. Right, 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 right. You just don't want to quit. You just, you do everything you can to get out of the marriage. Yeah, yeah. And 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 at the end of the day, you cannot hold yourself accountable to the actions of another person. Um, you can only be responsible for your part. Um, I know where I was saying, you know, do your part till death do you part. And I stand by that. But ladies, if you are doing your part and he's not doing his, you cannot be in a marriage alone. It doesn't work. Yes. Um, so do, do all you can, you know, get the counseling, do your best not to build resentment. Ultimately don't wait on any of these situations to be too late. Mm. Um, as soon as the writing is on the wall, before the writing, as soon as somebody start to write on the wall, how about as soon that? as the sharp, the, the top come off the Sharpie, come on, Lyle, that's <laughs> it right there. As soon as you smell a little bit of, uh, 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 ink in the air, you need to, you need to do the work on the front end. Yes. Um, we got to stop with this letting it slide, letting it pass. Uh, it was just one time. It mm. was none of that, ladies. You got to stay on top of the work in your marriage, period. As soon as something feels off, you got to deal with it. Else, you, before you know it, you're going to look up and it's going to be too late. Don't let it be too late. Don't let it be too late. So I think that that's all we have on that. I'm so glad we got through that. I didn't think we was going to make it because there's just <laughs> so much. But, um, you know what, Misha, I, I think that, that cancel, you know, I guess just to close this out, because we have, y'all, we, ha- we just overloaded y'all with so much information. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hope it's something that you all will sit with, that you'll talk to us about. Let us know. Do you agree or disagree with our illegitimate, our borderline and our legitimate reasons? Are there some that maybe we missed that you think we should throw in there? Or do you want to make a case that maybe uh, some should be in other categories? Let us know. Um but ultimately, I would say this, you know, the cancel culture effect says that whenever you want to be over and done with your marriage, that you should and you can do so without repercussion. You guys, you're in a marriage. You're not dating somebody. You understand what I'm saying? This is not the getting to know you phase. It's not the woo woo phase. It's not the oh, he's so cute. He gave me butterflies phase. You are in a marriage. OK, so I'm going to just say like Martin Lawrence used to say, sometimes it's keeper to cheaper, dog. <laughs> it's cheaper to keep <laughs> It's cheaper to keep Or I guess in this case, it's cheaper to keep him. You know, think about the things and, and, and figure out where these things lie as far as these categories are concerned. Because sometimes women, we go through some real hardships in our marriages. And although those hardships may seem like terminable offenses where the marriage is concerned, you may ultimately decide to stay. So just remember that your marriage is your own and it's up to you to decide when you will fight and when you will throw in the towel, you know, when you will uh, go to counseling and coaching and when you will call it quits for good. Ultimately, our goal here at Three Dope Wives is to see you be whole and healthy in your marriage, uh, that it's fulfilling and enjoyed, that you will truly, girlfriend, truly do your part. And if you've done your part, and given all you can, and there is nothing more that can be done, then don't you dare feel condemned for saving yourself to live on and to see better days and hopefully find you a new boo Um, Girl, we love you. 
We've given you a lot of information. See la, chew on that. Let it digest. Think about it. Talk to us about it later. We love you. We'll see you next time. Peace. Peace. This has been another episode of Three Dope Wives. Sis, we are so glad you took a minute to get real with us. Yep. Listen, I want you to know something. Every day a woman is married and a wife is made. Vows are exchanged and hopes arise. Mm-hmm. And every day a woman's dreams are crushed. Crush. Let me tell you, crushed. Crushed. <laughs> by the yep. reality of what marriage really is. True. Stay tuned with us and we will help you survive another day of this crazy, crazy, crazy married life. Crazy married life. I promise we will. Now, if you would like to submit a question or a topic of discussion, please send your request to 3dopewives at gmail.com. That's T-H-R-E-E, dopewives at gmail.com. And we'll see you again next time, girl. 